0: Curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything. Mr. Curiosity. All right, folks, Joe Snedeker here, but I'm not Joe Snedeker. Who am I? Give me that that anchor voice and tell me who I am. Ladies and gentlemen, Northeastern and
1: Central Pennsylvania's very own Joseph Milo, Mr.
0: Curiosity. Yeah! Mr. Curiosity is what I am, alter ego. And I'm here with a guy (laughs) simply... Who, wait, let me go to my definition. Here's what he is. I put this in the uh, introduction for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. On my next Mr. Curiosity, media mogul, former WNEP anchor reporter, smart, funny, charming, and schoolboy looks and enthusiasm, Mr. Norm Jones. There he is.
1: Yes. Proud to serve all of Northeastern and Central Pennsylvania.
0: So if, if... if you you said you've listened to a lot of these podcasts, sure, yeah. Are you just saying that? Like, no, well,
1: I'm not. Yeah, I am. I'm just saying that to make you feel good. No, well, Joseph, I, you know, we're we're friends, and uh, I enjoy I enjoy your storytelling and the 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 random and tangential nature of the conversations <laughs> that you have.
0: So you're like, uh, are you going to be tangential?
1: I'm a very tangential
0: person. So you know about the bell and everything. I don't know about the bell. Oh, well, here's how the bell works. If there's anything that I do. That makes you uncomfortable. You hit that bell. Okay. And I'm going to do the same for you. You know, and my other uh, rule is cell phones left on. And if you get a text, I want to know about it. I want to know who it's from and what they're saying. Really? Yeah. That's all I ask. That thing things. goes off all day long. I well, don't think you, you want to you, know. Yeah, you gotta tell me. Well, my right, wife so, is in Las Vegas
1: right now, so that could be interesting.
0: We're gonna get to her later, big no, oh,
1: no big guy, all right? So okay. here,
0: <laughs> here Goodness gracious. Here we go. I almost said something I shouldn't. All right, so we're gonna go back. Here's the deal, folks, and I am not making this up. Here's a man who I loved. I don't even I have friends that I've known since I was nine years old. I have more love for you than them. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I think you're about 10 years younger than me, maybe more. I haven't seen you really much in the last 10 years. Once here, once there. Yeah. You left here almost nine years ago, 10 years ago. I miss you. You're my kind of guy. We're going to go through your life, everything about you. So let's start with the year of your birth. Or don't you want to say that? Some people are narcissistic, they don't like to give that out.
1: So there I was. It was 1977. My mother, Mary Jones, tells me that there was, for a, for a May, an early May day, inches of snow on the ground.
0: What? A meteorological event. Is this a true story? It's a true story. You were born in May of 77, so May you are 7th. 11 years, uh, uh, actually close to uh, 10 years. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. Younger than me. And you were really born in a May snow? Yeah, I was. The 70s were rough. <laughs> 77 was a rough year. But not for me,
1: because uh, it signaled to, uh, to the world that I was on my way. Where was this? This was in Danville. Well, Mahoning Township. I see you. Near Danville.
0: I see you, and uh, again, correct me and hit the bell if you want, not even being born in a hospital, but like a, like a field of wheat, you mm. know, and there was your... On a sunny day, where that like starburst
1: filter is just right, the winds are, you know, cascading through the open fields of rye.
0: There's people creeping through the corn. Maybe your distant cousin's wondering, did mom give birth yet? Did aunt... What's her name? (laughs) My mother? Yeah. Mary. Did aunt Mary, they're in the cornfields looking, did she give birth yet? And they're peeking through to see if a child has been born. Is this all wrong?
1: Yeah. This sounds almost, uh, forgive me, but (laughs) Christ-like. That's amazing. I mean, I... You're a,
0: no, but you were you're a farm guy, so yeah, I thought maybe so, you guys didn't even go to hospitals. No, then. I don't
1: know. my parents are both educators. Remember this, right? They're both uh, college-educated uh, folks, both teachers, special education teachers at the Danville area at the time. They're uh, they're teaching. They bring me into the world. My dad has a, like a Paul Bunyan beard, you know. He's he <laughs> most likely has an axe with him at all times and a chainsaw maybe. Um,
0: 77. 77, Yeah. So so so. This was in a hospital. Yeah. Do you have siblings? I don't know this. Answer. I'm the oldest of seven.
1: There are six younger siblings in the Jones family. Did
0: you know that? Did Sean? I'm looking at Sean.
1: Did he? No, I don't think. I, I knew there knew that was a couple of you. There's seven of while. you. Yeah. Are you the best looking? I'm clearly the best looking. Smartest? Clearly the smartest. No, actually, you know what? Nathan, my uh, my brother Nathan is probably of on the, the smartest, but Nathan hasn't used all of his potential. Do you remember, Joe? And I know that you've heard this probably a thousand times. <laughs> your mother or father would say, Joseph, if you could just put that much energy into your schoolwork, yes. you'd be a success. Yeah. And, and of course, you are. Okay, but yeah. So you know, yeah, they're they're very doesn't levels. apply himself. He he doesn't. But you know what? He, but he also doesn't care. And it's a great quality. He, Nathan does what makes Nathan happy. And so do my other siblings. so I forget all so about different. them. Who
0: cares? So here it is, 77. You're born. The first. Yeah. This is kind of, I would say, an experiment from your parents. <laughs> Isn't it gonna, all, though? What are we, we going to get when we mix our genes? And here you
1: come. And my dad is as close to me. As 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 any of the siblings, so he and I were both. Nor- I'm Norman L. Jones the third. He's okay. junior, right? Oh, and so, you know, my grandfather, senior, yeah, uh, school superintendent, teacher. Oh my goodness! Opened a one room school room in Pine Grove, Schuylkill County, back in you know the the 40s and 50s. So
0: you're like cream of the crop. I didn't realize this. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, cream of the crop. Well, you have these these well educated. uh Uh, parents of notoriety you have a grandparent you're saying who was even both of my grandparents were were school superintendents and principals right so they were very
1: active in their communities their chambers of commerce their schools leading school districts so our family was really focused on education now along comes Norm Jones later in, in life in the 80s and I'm like the class clown. It's but hard stop. to believe.
0: I'm still impressed by the fact that I mean, we're going back to the 30s and 40s, sure. especially in this area. There wasn't a lot of college-educated people. There's a lot of immigrants who worked in the mines yeah. and such. So, yeah. what's how did that happen? So, you and,
1: know? and my family, you know, my grand, my grandfather Jones, Norm Jones Sr. He he did that. He worked in the mines. He did, but he he was going to school at the same time. He was educating himself because he knew he didn't want to be in that mine forever. And and he worked his way up and 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 eventually settled in in the Philadelphia area in Montgomery right? County. So yeah. where did
0: he come from though? What's his history? Um, well, we're or Welsh. at least his father.
1: Yeah, um, his father Henry Jones was a was a Schuylkill County guy, a Pine Grove guy. Is that
0: right? Yeah, don't you know? Don't you know? Yeah. But did, is, what's the heritage, ethnic background? Welsh and German. And they came here, and they, they settled in Pennsylvania. Yeah,
1: coal mining, and, and your great grand uh,
0: your grandfather rather farming. He's a he's a miner, but he's also getting himself an education.
1: Yeah, thirty
0: nineteen yeah. yeah,
1: So I have a picture of him that I'll pull up here while we talk. to you that? Yeah, I think you do. No,
0: I don't. Well, all right. You're, you're, you're going to see. That it. Look, you're going to see. It's it. It's just going to be some old well, black and white craggy photo. It, it,
1: it is, but it's going to give you a look. Does he have a big mustache? A
0: I'm, there's going to be a big
1: mustache. No, it's going to give big you a look into this into this man's life. Oh my goodness! I'm
0: looking at a guy who looks like a picture of, of of, of like, uh, like a movie actor from the 1930s. This guy is—that's not what I was picturing. He's pretty suave. This guy's handsome. He looks Hollywood. Black and white photo. short hair, little—I see a little wink in his eye. <laughs> this guy— A twinkle, if I, if a I may. A twinkle. This guy is—looks like the brother of Amelia Earhart. This guy looks sophisticated. Yeah, okay, yeah. I like that. Yeah, so— I'm just trying to – here's what I'm saying. My grandparents, Lackawanna County, working in mines. They yeah. didn't think, oh, I'm going to get an education. They're slugging it out, going to, getting, going to the bar, get whiskey after work, and yours are getting an education. This, I mean, this is a big deal. I think.
1: So I think one of the interesting stories, you know, my mother retired and then she did a, a complete genealogy study of of our family, yeah. and she tells me you're you're never going to believe this, Norm, but, you know, before your father and I met at Bloomsburg University and settled here in in central PA, yeah, your grandfather, or your great great grandfather was in Scranton working in the mines. He is. Coming back down towards uh, Pine Grove, Schuylkill County, your great-great-grandmother is pregnant at the time with your great-grandfather, and they stop at a little house in Danville, and they give birth to your great-grandfather. And and a day later or so, they get up, and they get on their their horse and their buggy, and they head back to Schuylkill County. And all those years later, my parents, just by circumstance, by going to Bloom University, they settle in in Montour County in Danville they they have a farm and you know right there I've passed by that house where my great grandparents were born so many times never knew about it and uh, thanks to my mom's genealogy work she she found it No I love it. Yeah, it's great. It's 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 wonderful to know where we're from and what our you know what our uh what our history is so.
0: Yeah. The funny part about that is I just started doing that recently. It's only like once you get older that you even care. That you appreciate. I remember it. Yeah. my parents yeah. were saying, "Oh, your grandfather did this." And I'm like well, you know, thanks, Mom, but I, I got a life here. I, you know, I'm going looking for girls. I'm going to a concert. I'm listening to Blue Oyster Cult. I have no time for what you're telling you me. You with the Blue Oyster Cult. All right. Don't fear the Reaper. Then all of a sudden you get a little older. Yeah. I just recently found out my great-grandparents. Uh, uh, Should I say this? Are you going to need to hit the bell? I, I, get the bell ready. This is my great-grandfather. On the records, it said he had um, uh, had a ten-year disabling disease in which he was shaky and um, um, uh, you know, like in and out of it. Yeah. And they had it listed. I forget the term of his medical condition. Then I looked it up, and it was uh, a form of syphilis. Oh wow! <laughs> so Interesting. It's nothing to laugh at, but this like it's like these people lived. Yeah. Their genes are swarming in us. Yeah. And it's like they're it's like a different time. And you know what, Norm? The sad part is. This is going to be you and me. We're just going to be bad memories for people three, four generations. Don't I don't like. know that we'll be a bad memory. They'll be like, "Oh yeah, I had a great grandfather. He worked at some TV thing, and for years, it's going to be, yeah, he had his own company or something. I don't know. He had he 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 was a nice man. So, but then let me he ask you hus- this perplexing what? and deep question.
1: Here we go. Will you be defined by your job by your work? Or will you let your work outside of these brick-and-mortar walls define
0: your legacy? Folks, do you listen to why I bring these people here? Do you listen to that question that he's proposing? What's going to define you, Norm wants to know. I don't have that answer. I do. You do? Yeah. Yeah we'll get to that at the end let's move on seventy seven you're born you go to elementary school public school mm-hmm. private school you a private school guy of course not no.
1: no we're you know the parent I'm the son of two teachers who yeah. are who are uh, dropping my mother is like uh is birthing children yeah, every so two you're, years you're, oh my goodness for uh, a decade or so and uh, you know they're school school teachers uh, in the 70s 80s 90s and so we have you know what what I love we didn't have um, everything we wanted, we had everything we needed, and and re- at that time, I had a big wheel. Do you remember the big wheel bicycle, the yeah, tricycle? Yeah, the big one, in the the, the, plastic, e- e- all plastic, all plastic, yeah,
0: petroleum products, of course. And you, know, you pedal the thing; it's very loud. It's like this going down the road. Yes, and you know what it was?
1: That's the sound of pure joy. <laughs> like this. So you could lock the brakes. You lock the brakes, and then the in, back, back end spins was, out. Yes, and you were the the bee's knees in the oh, neighborhood.
0: You're right. Yeah. So that's the original drifter. Yeah, I, I had it. I was. I,
1: I had the original drifter. <laughs> I had nothing else. I had holes in my shoes. Um, you know, my mom had a, uh, give me gave me haircuts. They were terrible comb overs. You know. I, I just decided mother,
0: what but, you're saying now. And If anyone out there listening has wealth, I feel bad. I'm going to insult you now. The key to a regular, nice human being is to not be brought up with money. There's no way around that. I'm serious about that. That's why you're such a cool guy. As soon as you have money and you're being brought up, you're corrupted. It's a horrible, gross, disgusting thing. Well. I'm convinced of that.
1: It's, it's funny you say that. So, you know, once you, you become successful in life and you, and you start to make some money and, and you, you put a little away, you buy some nice things. Yeah. And you want to treat your children to some of those things that maybe you didn't have as a child. I know. But you've got, f- to re- you've got back. to remind them that, okay, look, you know, we've got to earn some things. And, and I don't want them going out into the world. You know, they want for nothing.
0: That's the problem My anymore.
1: The more you struggle, the better of a human being you become. I believe that.
0: Really? That's I why you're that. such a cool guy. This guy is so cool; you can poke fun at him. There's no stick up his rear end.
1: I love self deprecating humor.
0: You love that. You have perspective on life. You have it all, dude. <laughs> I love you. So, when you were in high school, were you like a chick magnet? You seem to have these boyish good looks, almost like like Neil Armstrong, maybe Buzz Aldrin, like an Apollo one. Uh, well, one was the uh, terrible yeah, accident. Yeah, let's 11. go. Gemini. Gemini. Maybe even Russian. Is it Soyuz? Or is it Gemini? <laughs> Gemini sounds better. Okay. Throop, troop. I got yeah, so it. Yeah. So what, okay. what, what were you in high school? How do you describe I yourself? I was, uh,
1: you know, in ninth, ninth grade, um, big boned, little husky. Husky? Husky. Not chubby. I, I wouldn't say chubby, Joe. I'd say big boned or, or, or husky. What were your jean size, like senior year, gene uh, size? or like well, senior, 30. let's know, I'm talking ninth grade. Oh, okay. Ninth grade, I was probably uh, five foot three, five foot four. <laughs> let's go 170 pounds.
0: Five foot three. Yeah, but
1: then. 170. But wait, there's more. Yeah. I grow seven inches, and I stay into the same jeans. And so <laughs> it's at that time where <laughs> I become recognizable to the opposite sex. And people say, oh, my goodness, look at that guy. That meatball just became a man. No, so I was more of a class clown. Were you
0: a thirty six thirty?
1: No, I was a thirty two thirty. 30 Yeah, that's I'm what th- I am right now. Well, I'm. I'd like to say I could fit into a pair of thirty fives, but uh, oh, okay. I'm really a thirty six thirty two now.
0: Well, I'm a thirty two thirty, but all my weight that I never came- seem to gain is. Were Be- you going to say something inappropriate? No, I was going to oh. say it's because of. Uh, Anxiety and hypertension. hypertension. A lot of people think, oh, it's because I wear the bike all the time. This is anxiety it's and a killer. hypertension. It's a killer. <laughs> I got it treated, brother. All right. So, 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 chubby guy, high school, playing football. You look like a football guy.
1: No, of course not. I broke a lot of bones in eighth grade football. And uh, my Uncle Jack Gerst there's um, Jack.
0: What's he like? He has big your father's Jack.
1: brother? Yeah. No, he, I call him Uncle Jack because he's my dad's best friend. and He's, he's not even an he's, uncle. No, but he's more of an uncle than, <laughs> than my kin, than my family, right? And Uncle Jack is this, he's a mountain man. He's 6'4", he's 220 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal. He's this just, you know, big guy. Eats the fat off of pork chops. He does, and he enjoys it. He might eat the whole bone, and oh, he's he's God, got three yeah. sons that are these, you know, mountainous men, and I love them. You know, they're great guys, and Uncle Jack says to me, Normie, you may not be cut out for football. I'm going to tell you that my bones hurt from playing football when I was a kid. You may want to find something
0: that better suits you. True story.
1: True story. And I and I loved him for it. because. But, he,
0: but when he said you're not suited, meaning was he trying to tell you you didn't have the athletic ability? Or was he trying no, to give you advice, I'm, don't hurt yourself? Yeah, I, I was a, a, a slight guy at the time.
1: You look clumsy. I, I'm... I'd like to think I'm, I'm deft, dexterous, <laughs> maybe nimble even. <laughs> but, but I was getting beat up. I had, at that time, I had two broken fingers, a broken arm, a sprain. You know, it was one of those things where— But what position were you playing when you were like— I had cornerback, beat. safety. Um, you look like a fullback. No, I, I do now, but yeah. I, I didn't back in eighth grade. And oh, okay. So he turned me onto the drums, and I joined the marching band. True story. True story. And that, one of my favorite educators of all time— um, He's recently passed a few years back. In fact, Mike Stevens said a great story about the great Paul Samichek, and we called him Prof. He was our band professor. He had more connections in the music world than, than Diddy or uh, that uh, Beyonce. And <laughs> he took us to, I, I think we probably pay, played a dozen NFL halftime games. Right? Yeah. We played in Canada. We played in Texas. We played at Mile High Stadium. Um, I don't
0: believe you. I never knew this
1: yeah, about you. Yeah. So you had the
0: little feather hat and everything?
1: We never had the feather hat. Thank goodness. Bright red velvety outfit. Uh, blue with orange stripes to signify the uh, Danville Ironman.
0: V- velvety though.
1: I, no, it was more of a wool. It was a woolen product. <laughs> it was
0: a woolen and uh,
1: funny story. product. We were in in St. Louis, Missouri, <laughs> and there we were warming up for
0: a, a gig. And wool it was, does stay cool even in the summer. Well, not it, this wasn't a wicking wool. <laughs> it was not a wicking wool. All right. There's a It difference. probably had a polyester
1: blend, I'm thinking. <laughs> okay.
0: And, uh, there you were. It was so hot. And
1: uh, I, I, I witnessed um, Andrea Hollenbach from the saxophone line. She got so hot, she fainted, and she fell onto her saxophone. No, she split didn't. her lip. Yeah, it was a true story.
0: What part? True like story. The, uh, the? The bottom lip. The reed? The reed. I don't want to. Oh, the bottom lip and the reed. So there it is. <laughs> there it was. It's like this big crashing down. Down she went. Brass all over. (laughs) Fittings. (laughs) Oracles. She
1: she recovered nicely. And we went on to play.
0: I can't believe you're a band guy. Yeah. What, drums did you say?
1: Yeah, snare drum. Give
0: me a little sub. Give me Tusk by Fleetwood Mac. (laughs) Fleetwood, of all the things you go to Fleetwood Mac? That sounds like Mars on a timpani. That's the only uh, drum... uh Driven song, I really know that's led by drums. Anyway, so now you're a senior in high school. You have to major in something. Oh boy, what are you doing? Your parents are saying, "Why don't you be an you're educator f- like us?" You're forgetting a critical part of oh.
1: of the communications path and and the, the the mogul path, right? To how I get where I am. Today. Oh yeah, you are your a words, media mogul. Your, your words. What did I forget? The earliest the earliest home video that we have is uh, I'm five or six. I'm yeah. on the farm. I've got a piece of PVC pipe. There it is. I fashion it as a microphone, and I'm leaving. three-quarter inch. I'm going to say it was a good inch and a quarter. Okay. Yeah, my dad plumbed a lot of larger piped project projects. Elbow or straight? No, it was a straight pipe. Straight peak. six inch. Yep. And uh, I'm I'm reporting no, around not. the farm, and I'm and I'm I'm giving a tour, and I'm doing some back and forth, and. I think it really was from that time. I used to sit in front of the television and watch Nolan Johannes.
0: Get out of yeah, here! Yeah, loved him. So loved him. Would you say um, that you were the kind like you? You they say the TV people need the attention. They like to be the center of attention. I, I don't. Are you that guy? I don't see you that guy. Like, what were you doing as a little kid doing that? You, I well, I was always storytelling. Okay,
1: you know that's a nice way of saying that you want the attention. <laughs> But I've always been the storyteller. Ah. I've always been the guy. And unlike you, you know, I've seen you in large groups. That's not your cup of tea. Very shy, actually, yeah. I I'm, like that stuff. So where we're, we're very similar in many ways, you can put me in front of 300 people, and I love it. You love
0: it, and I hate it. I love it. You love it. Yes. You feed off of that. I do. Jeez. So... the were you in like high school, though? were you yeah, like the sh- of course. The, 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 oh, there's Norm. Look at him. Did you get, like... What do they call that in school, Mister? Uh, what is that in your school? The, the life of the party, but they gave it another. Were you that no, guy? No, 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 no. What was your school? You, you know were what? what? You know what? We are the Danville Ironmen. Are you Mister Ironman? No, 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 no. no.
1: Um, I was. I was the guy that tried to transcend all of the cliques. Right. So there were the Ag guys and the and the jocks and the the band geeks and the all of those. And I wanted to be friendly with everybody. Oh, so you're like the the great mediator, aggregator. Why yeah. are you looking at your phone? I'm not. I'm just moving it around. It's No, object. that was a
0: look. A move is a move. That was a look. Like, you're like, I'm bored by this. There I was wonder. no thought. There was no thought behind it. Well, <laughs> look at how our phones are lined up perfectly together.
1: Maybe it's an OCD thing. I just wanted our phones to be aligned. Right. Maybe I felt that because we're different in crowd scenarios that that I could maybe bring you some comfort by aligning our phones in the same fashion. Shut up. Yeah, I just made that up. That's not true. So I just moved knew, my phone.
0: You knew you had this this skill, storytelling, center of attention. Yeah. You're now 15, 16, you put down your drum, you take off the woolen outfit, and you're like, I need a career.
1: And I head to Indiana University of Pennsylvania, IUP, because, uh, one, they accepted me. I'm sure your SATs were sparkling uh, in top of the class. No, they weren't. They weren't. I was a mediocre student, a mediocre test taker. Yeah. Yeah. Verbally, I could talk my way through anything, but test taking my attention deficit would would kick in and i i wouldn't be able to to uh, to focus long
0: so when you're leaving college going for this new when you're leaving a school mm-hmm. go a high school and your home going to this college all these little siblings under you what are they you you're you're, you're happy to leave them you're like oh, i see you kids I, I gotta get out of here i'm i'm happy to take care to, of mom and I'm, I'm gonna find my way into the world yeah iup yeah. here you
1: come and I, and I get there and... Uh, that
0: always bothered me, Indiana University of Pennsylvania. What's the history of that?
1: Well, it's Indiana, Pennsylvania, yeah. uh, Western Pennsylvania, and Indiana County, which is... Uh, the, but they it, should
0: have known everyone's going to think of the state. So why well, did they change it? Well,
1: it was named after the university, home of Jimmy Stewart. Uh, Is a Famous right? actor and, and World a, g- War II g- aviator. Give me a little Jimmy Stewart from It's a Wonderful Life. I, I, I don't... No, I can't even do it. <laughs> no, I'm not even going
0: to go there. I can do Yoda all day long. Okay. Yeah. You've but, seen It's a Wonderful Life? Sure. You sure. cry at the end? I cry at the end every time. A little bit, yeah. I, yeah I, can't st- I can't not cry. I
1: don't cry like I do when Goose dies in Top Gun, but I do... <laughs> I do tear up a bit. All right.
0: When you tear up in a movie, are you embarrassed of yourself? On no. Him? I'll tell my kids, uh, Nah, I had onions.
1: No, I don't do what, that. No, you know what? I, I'm silent about it. Um, any movie like uh, a Dog's Purpose or any of these where like you know the the, the dog meets its demise. Oh Lord, the I, pets get you. yeah.
0: What about when Nemo got lost? Eh, that's a cartoon. Yeah, cartoons don't do it.
1: There are thi- there are, there are a couple of things that'll get me crying every time, and one of them is um, when? when when a soldier comes home from war or surprises his child in the classroom. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah! I'll cry like a, I'll cry.
0: And um, how about when your wife bosses you around? When she bosses me around, inside inside I I cry. cry. Inside I cry. (laughs) Inside you cry. There you are at college. How's it going? Are you a party animal? You're majoring in what? Journalism. I broadcast. made yeah, broadcast communications,
1: and I'm I'm immersed in the in the the product. I'm, I'm editing out. video. Love I love it. I love all things about it. The creativity, the you, storytelling. You're the the the
0: campus news
1: anchor. I'm Stormin Norman, your guy for the scoop in the sky. W I U P TV meteorologist. No, you're not. I was.
0: What made you do that? Did you have an interest in that, or did or just a thing to do? You know what they said. They had a guy with a fake. You know. You got know, a cough. Me. I need CPR.
1: <laughs> no, I'm good. So, uh, you know, they don't do the mouth-to-mouth anymore. It's just really the chest compression. Yeah. So, <laughs> too bad. There's. They've got an anchor there. I, I want to be the news anchor, but they've got an anchor there. His name's Chad Terriberry, and he uses his voice like this. Look and at it's, him. It's, Look it's at little, with the anchor it's a little voice. Phony, right. Yeah. And uh, they say to me, Norm, we need a weatherman, and I, yeah, I'm there now. You know, all, uh, folks at home in northeastern central PA don't know about nonlinear editing. They don't know about computers editing things. But that was in 1995. That was the rage. We were getting a new nonlinear editing system. And my professor said, Norm, if you learn how to use this and teach me, uh, teach the others and, and myself, I will give you an A and, uh, in this TV production class. And yeah, I did. Yeah. I we're learned right. it. So I used to take maps you know, this is a college campus. We didn't have all the technology that the big one six has. Yeah. So I would take maps from the weather channel and I'd wait. I'd record on my VCR in my dorm room <laughs> and I'd wait until the, the meteorologist would step out of the, the frame. And then I would grab a couple of seconds of that cloud loop. And then I would loop it in the nonlinear system, so I'd put together this really awesome weather forecast. I mean, KDKA, WTAE, um, all P, you know, all the PXI, the, the Pittsburgh stations. Our weather looked just as good from a from a weather standpoint, and and that's what I would do. I'd... But
0: you were doing that as a passionate presenter, not yeah. as a science yeah. guy. And right? I, you didn't know, have I, an interest in weather. No, I we did have an interest in, in you in, did in science. Yeah. Oh. What's your favorite cloud? Well, we're not getting into that. Well, Although I'm asking you. This is a give and take.
1: Uh, serious? or are you? Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to follow
0: the rules here. I'm clouds a nimbus guy. Clouds are very personal to me. I don't just throw around favorites. Wow. Here like, we here we go. Would you do that to your child? Oh, I like, I like, I like Luke more than Joey. I'm not going to do that kind of oh, stuff. Oh yeah,
1: I definitely let. Which? Okay, done. We're moving on.
0: So I'm in college and. Uh, <laughs> My Excuse senior me. year, I get a job offer at WTAJ, which is the same. Were you thinking when you were doing the weather, I, I, maybe I can do this? I'm going to reformat my life, get a science background, be a meteorologist. Yeah, I was. You really were. You know, one of the meteorologists from Central Pennsylvania reached
1: out to me and said, uh, "Hey, Tom Casey here from WTAJ. Uh, I think you could be our weekend weather guy." He was watching me on on local get access out. cable and saying, "Yeah, this guy's got something. So let's let's talk to them." And I and I did. And that I don't know if that was the station that John Meyer and Julie Sudo. Worked at, but same market, right? Paula Gengiacomo was there at the same time,
0: is that right? Yeah, so but then um, what? When you saw the physics science background, you said, I'm not doing this.
1: No, I then the uh, <laughs> then they offered me an opportunity to become the news anchor. I jumped into that role and I love the storytelling component more than I love the weather, more than I love gotcha. the science of it.
0: What year are you graduating now? 99. 99? 99. 99. How Talk about convergence. 99, I go from full-time science teacher to full-time Newswatch 16 morning meteorologist. Which is where we met. And you're just getting out of college. So I timed it perfectly.
1: I I think it's perfect. I timed it so that I I could do an internship here at WNEP in June of 99. And that's when I come here. Oh, my goodness. And so from June of 99 until August of 99... I'm here every day.
0: I'm living in, in Avoca. Um, and I loved you. I knew there was something here. We had some fun. There was a mutual spark. You were 22. I was this 33-year-old punk. Yeah. We we're yeah, both you were. punky. Um, you, we hung out. I used you in the backyard a couple times. Yeah. Remember
1: we got in trouble at once? I that got one in time? Trouble. Yeah. I had you impersonate a security. A Secret Service agent. Yeah. I used the earpiece and a pair of aviator shades.
0: Yeah. That's funny. And, and I was um, in the backyard doing the forecast, and he... Yeah, uh, Bob Asher. Yeah, and that, well, you don't have to throw names out. Oh, I thought that's what we did here. He hated me. I loved him. He taught... He gave, what did he say? You're too... You're aesthetic. You're trying to... You're too weird. No. Why did you have that guy in the back? Uh, you know, he Bob Asher, he brought... He, 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 he might have stifled the, the
1: <laughs> what you thought was the creative side, but he brought so much integrity to news product and to storytelling and... And he molded what became, you know, the the, the real strength, I think, of, of what Newswatch 16 was in the 80s and the 90s. He, he made sure that there were, you know, three forms of verification before you went with something. And that's the reason why 16 was as powerful as it was in the 80s and 90s.
0: Yeah. And in reality, that's the application of the scientific method. You yeah. don't do anything. You don't propose anything unless it's back with facts, research and Uh, you know, overlapping literature. It's a hallmark of journalism. Yeah, it is. Science, that's where science and literature overlap. So when you did your internship here, that led right to uh, your offer of job? So Paul Kielbasa, is he still the the, the chief videographer here? What kind of a man (laughs) has a meat product last name? I mean that's gotta stop. Is there a Joe
1: But you know he carries it well. He carries it well. <laughs> so, Is there
0: a Joe London Broil out there? Is there a Frank Pepperoni? This Paul Kilbasa who works here with us. Why what what do you think about that name? A and, Joe
1: London Broil. That's uh, a cut of meat that I never really appreciated. Are you serious? It's a little too tough for my liking. <laughs> So, is there a Alice Salisbury steak? No, (coughs) No, the Salisbury. Now you're going back to the hungry man microwave dinners of the (laughs) 1980s. The Salisbury steak. I've never seen that successfully served. That
0: was a big meal for me in the uh, 80s. Of course it was, and it's
1: it's part of why you are who you are today.
0: (laughs) Okay, so how do you get hired
1: here? When does that happen? So uh, Paul says, "Look, Norm, you've been busting your butt as a as an intern." Would you like a photographer's position? i oh my,
0: I didn't know this. Yeah.
1: And I said, I, you know, I want to be a reporter. And so I get a couple of offers, and I head out west when I call it the west. I, I get an offer in Bismarck, North Dakota. You and turn I, him down. And yeah. And I get an offer in Steubenville, Ohio, home of Dean Martin.
0: And I go there as a reporter. You intern here yeah. as a journalist. Yes. Our photographer chief boss named Paul Kilbasa that yes. last name offers you a job in photography, you say no. I say no,
1: thank you. And I talked to Bob Absher, aforementioned, and he says, I agree with with your thought, Norm. Follow your dream, polish yourself, and come back if we have an opening.
0: But what if you snuck in here as a photographer and then every once in a while, oh, I'll do a little reporting and then that would work in. Why didn't you think that as a young, some kind of Latin phrase about fortune favoring the bold, you know? Oh.
1: Fortuna, sicvis I don't know. Anyways, I can't remember much Latin from high school. But the bottom line is I was chasing a dream. I go to Steubenville, and I love it. I oh. love it. Yeah, I work with some great photographers. One of them is named Dave O'Neill. And I get a call from Channel 16 in the middle of my tenure there, and they say, we need a photographer. And I say, Dave O'Neill, you got to go back to Scranton. It's a great place to work. He gets a job here. Paul Kilbasa hires him. Six months later, Dave O'Neill calls me and says, Norm, we have an opening. You should send a tape. I send a tape in, and uh, you know what? Andy Palumbo will take all the credit for me getting hired here. Andy's walking by the news director's office at the time. There's 95 to 100 tapes of reporters, and Andy says, that one right there, that guy. I remember him. He was hardworking. Come on. Did a great job. You should hire him. No. I get a phone call, and I can remember where I was. I was along the Ohio River in Wheeling, West Virginia, Owners. when I get that phone call from Bob Absher, offering me an opportunity to come here. And I'm, like, doing my best not to explode out of my, my clothing at but the time. I
0: was going to say, did you urinate your pants or anything? No, like
1: there was so no great?
0: bodily fluid loss, but, but there was... But you wanted this. You want, yeah. you, even oh, though oh, more you than liked anything. it out there, you wanted to come back to this area. Yeah, more than anything. Yep. Here you are, 24, 5, you Yeah, back. 24 years old. You're back. Yeah. What are you doing here? You start out with what? I start
1: at, I start reporting. He hires me to be a reporter at the Central Pennsylvania Newsroom. And uh, for the first couple of months, I'm I'm here. I'm driving from, you know, Danville, Milton area here.
0: You go, wait, wait, wait. You go back home with the parents? What did I? No, I had a girl. Whoa. I had a girl. You're living in sin with some woman.
1: Yeah, it was sinful.
0: Orbiting a hellish cyclone.
1: The flames are licking my heels, Joe. Oh, of- <laughs> It was a sin it about was. to go down the drain. I'm, sure, I'm sure she's happily married now.
0: Oh, um, so you 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 hook up with a girl around here? You're living with her. Yeah. You're commuting to work here. Yeah. You're young, good looking. You still have Your the 32 30 pants. I'm still yeah.
1: I'm wearing now. I'm wearing a 32 32.
0: Oh, the legs grow out a little. bit. Yeah. I'm svelte. Um, you and know. you love
1: it. I love
0: it. I'm a man about town. This is excellent. So um, you're. 26 27 28 you're still here all these years yeah and then i meet a lady Megan, my wife
1: how old are you i think i'm 29 you're here all those years reporting not yeah. anchoring when did i start anchoring i'm i'm let me come up with the date Eh, who cares yeah well, sometime
0: you start anchoring
1: i start anchoring when uh, when uh do are we allowed to mention names nah the guy that we were talking about earlier he leaves kielbasa no ml ml oh so so our so news mike director lewis, at the time mike lewis leaves mike lewis leaves well, he's about to—he's about to. Learn. What is this?
0: Two thousand one, two, three. I'm going to say it's oh
1: 06, six, oh five, oh six. And I get a phone call from our then news director Eric Schrader, who says, "Norm, I got a deal for you. You're going to come in and you're going to anchor the eleven for a couple of months, and then we're going to move you up into the uh, the five o'clock news." Wow. And this is big time in this. Yeah. One, oh, that's huge. I, I I was standing outside of the subway at the Muncie Muncie Mall, the Lycoming Mall, when that phone call what came in. What he
0: saw in you was, let me go back. He saw in you, are you ready for this? Yeah. He saw in you that you had, hold on, I'm looking at my phone. Oh, yeah. He he saw in you that you had, I'm scrolling down. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? We're, we're waiting. He saw that you had, here it is. Look at the picture I posted of you on my Facebook page. Oh, there it is. And he saw in you that you had anchor, reporter, smart, funny, charming, schoolboy looks and enthusiasm.
1: He knew I was hungry. You know how that he happened? He knew you'd work cheap. I would. Andy Palumba would, you know, Andy, um, I love Andy. Andy works probably one of the worst shifts in all of uh, television, right? It's this overnight. he likes it, though. I think it, it suits him well, but it didn't suit Norm Jones and my social. Agenda.
0: Oh, so you, you get this big position, but then after a few months, you don't like no, it? No,
1: no, 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 no. I had earned that opportunity because I would be the guy that would come in on Friday nights at 10 o'clock and stay up all night long producing the, over, the Saturday and Sunday morning newscast and then anchoring it. And then I would go from working day shift all week, APAL would take some time off. I'd do his shift from 10 a.m. ten p.m. to 10 a.m. I'd try to sleep during the day at the hotel, and then I'd come back a zombie, you know, a couple hours later and do it all over what
0: again. What do you mean, every weekend you'd stay at the hotel?
1: Whenever APAL wanted time off, I was the go-to. and that's how I how not know that. Yeah, yeah, that's how I earned my time to be able to become the 11 o'clock anchor for a couple of months and then the the 5 and 5.30 anchor.
0: Interesting. Yeah. So in these hotel stays... <laughs> I mean, I can picture this. You're like alone in this sterile room with the coffee maker humming. Then in the morning, mm-hmm. you have your little pajamas on. You go down to the continental yeah. breakfast, which is more like a continental. small island breakfast. Continental. And then you're having a little... Are you a sausage guy? Are you a muffin guy? What you know, you? Uh, I'm a ham and egger. <laughs> Me too.
1: No, that's interesting. I didn't know all this. I like... I have a good friend who lives on the West Coast. Uh, he's a Marine. And uh, if I get a little saucy in my conversation, he'll say to me, Norm, I don't know if you've had enough. You didn't eat big enough of a breakfast to talk to me like that. Ah. And I like that. And I said, no, trust me. I had a big breakfast.
0: <laughs> Ham and egg. You ever see those people that come down and they have like, I'm not ta- I'm talking adults now. And they have their little slippers on. Oh, yeah, of course. And they have, like, their jammies on. Like, that bothers me. Yeah, Can't you dress up? Yeah, you're in a public place. Yeah. You don't do that at Perkins. I've seen a 22-year-old woman holding a little bear. Yeah. What is that?
1: Yeah. that's Well, first of all, I think we all saw what happened in Yellowstone a couple of weeks ago. She shouldn't have a bear.
0: (laughs) She should not. I meant stuffed. All right. Oh. Yeah. Of course. All right, so... So when did that materialize into this new full-time anchor gig? Within a few...
1: Yeah, very soon. So a couple of months go by, it materializes. I become the the 5 and 5.30, and then uh, we uh, they say, listen, we're going to tackle Oprah at 4 o'clock. Norm Jones, we want you to be the new 4 o'clock news anchor. You're going to edit and, and uh, write the show. And so we started anchoring the 4, and, and I launched the 4 o'clock newscast back in 08, something Monday like that. Monday through Friday. Yeah, Monday through Friday. At that time, I was reporting in Scranton with Mike Cholko. We'd go down. We'd work the beat a little bit. And uh, and then I'd come back and, and prepare you know, to read the 5 and the 530 News with right. uh, with Paula.
0: And this is where we're buddies. We're hanging out. We're laughing together. It's all good, man. We're having a great time. I get close to this guy. He's like the coolest guy ever. And here's what bothers me. I'm, I'm going to tell you this to your face. <laughs> okay. I remember this like it was yesterday, 10, 11 years ago, whatever. Who was it? most people on your curve yeah this is going great I'm anchor I'm at 16 I'm making good money yeah uh, I'm fulfilled I'm doing what I wanted to do since I held a PVC pipe yeah way back when yeah. I know where you're going with this Joe I'm thinking about leave and I'm not I'm not happy I'm maybe a state trooper yeah maybe gonna pursue a master's degree yeah. and just maybe become a educator professor state police I'm like what? Yeah. you've got everything you want, yeah, and now you're thinking of sailing away like Columbus into the
1: mm. Pacific
0: Ocean on his way to India, but instead lands in the Bahamas. yeah. Wow. What so happened? You know
1: there, it, there's a, it's difficult to go into the the real story. Oh, yeah. well I there's something I need to know. I felt that I, I did want to stay. But there was a, a, there was a time where I was being asked to do more and more and more. And it wasn't just a little bits more. But I felt like it was enough that there should have been some type of a recognition or even a, a compensation thing on the other end. And at that time, you know, this job was such that there were so many people that were after your job that you just had to kind of do it. And so it became one of those things where I felt a little underappreciated for the amount of output. I was doing the job of three and a half people. And I felt, hey, you know. Do
0: you, do you want these people out there listening to you? Oh, I feel so sorry. Right. Mr. Man, underappreciated, working hard. Here's a guy listening now. He's been welding in the factory for 10 hours. Yeah. He's got spark holes in his boots.
1: Yeah. And yeah. he's
0: gonna feel sorry for you. You Poor know what? I was that guy. What you ever weld?
1: Yeah, arc. I, my sum, Yeah, Seven no wing? mig welder and a TIG welder. Oh, really? Yeah. One of my summer jobs was in Hazelton, and I would I would weld steel all kind summer, of torture, twelve hours you're a day. A what? T- I had those boots that were yeah steel toe. Uh, and you know what, Stan? I don't know his last name. He said to be Norm. You don't want to spend your whole life standing on concrete in 100-degree temperatures in the summer welding.
0: With sparks flying on your face. Yeah. Oh, he right. said stay in school. So you're not fulfilled. I'm fulfilled so by you, the but job. You, but, but Isn't the distance a part of this? You had to commute?
1: Uh, I tried. It was 08. That's another part of it. Solid. You're
0: commuting what? It's 8 09.
1: I'm you're trying to girl. sell my home in Milton. Yeah. No one's selling homes because of the, the oh, recession at the, the time. Oh,
0: it's the big recession.
1: And I'm trying to buy a house either in the back mountain. You're still dating this woman, Alice Judy. No, What's her name? No, no. Megan. No, Megan and I are together. We're, oh, we're, d- we're dating. <laughs> Alice, Judy, some other you know 60s sitcom host. I don't know. Judy was
0: a really nice girl. <laughs> Judy was nice. No, you and Megan are dating this whole time. She's happy for yeah. you. You got a career? She says, honey, we got to move. We got to move closer to work. You can't do this. Where was she working at the time? She's a social worker. She works there. With, yeah. She's, so she, you're the one commuting every day. Yeah. She's happy where she's at. Yeah. You're the guy on 80 West. And 81 East. North. Yeah, going, oh, again. Yeah. Ugh. Oh. Listening to bad FM
1: radio. No, I was probably listening to maybe Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, that's or, right. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Post-grunge. Yeah. Yeah, I was one of those guys. Do you remember that moment you said, I'm leaving Newswatch 16?
1: Yeah, it was tough. I remember where I was. I was in the big man's office down the hall. Oh, you were? It was really difficult. What would you say? I, or are you, wait.
0: Did you say like... I'll stay if no,
1: no, no. You know what? It was a very nice conversation. Have a lot of respect for him. Had a lot of respect for Eric, our news director, and uh, he was just not doing this. And himself. Eric said to me, Norm, you could retire from this place. You know, yeah. the, you're NewsWatch 16. You're the guy. Why, why, why are you doing this? And I said, There's more. There's okay. got to be more. And it wasn't more money. It wasn't, you know, more uh, storytelling. It was just more opportunity. There's, there's more in the world out there for me at that time. And I, it was a leap of faith. I was, I was confident in my ability that I could go after more. If I want to become more, I've got to do more and I've got to work harder. And that's what I was willing to do. Give me a Columbus
0: metaphor. Wow. Like you, you saw an island. I didn't see the island. I didn't know. I,
1: I knew it was there. Oh. Yeah. And I knew that the seas would be, would be friendly. And so I boarded my vessel. And I walked out that door. And I'm going to tell you, over the last nine years and two weeks that I've been gone, the waters have been rough sometimes. They've been, they've been more than choppy. There, I ran into a typhoon at one time. But here I am. Dry, perfectly quaffed hair,
0: and ready to pillage. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll leave us. What's the year? Nineteen. I mean, two thousand ten. September the tenth of two thousand. Oh, you remember the exact? Oh yeah, yeah. I what did remember. you have lined up at the time? This Comcast job. Yeah, or... I was going to Comcast. Like a sales guy? Yeah, like a sales guy. I'd never sold anything in my life. You can see how. And hate me if you want, people. You go from big shot anchor, and then you say I'm a salesman for Comcast. Not that that's a step down or up. It just seems so different.
1: It's a connotation for sure. You know, and and I remember looking, what do I put on my business card? Do I put account executive? Do I put sales manager? Do I, you know, what do I do?
0: And did you get new cologne?
1: You know what? Did you get new rings? I smelled yesterday Dracar Noir (laughs) for the first time in 20 years, (laughs) and it took me back to Danville High School in a... Flash.
0: I don't even know what that is.
1: car Noir. Oh, the black bottle. Sean knows. I'm
0: an Old
1: Spice. A, guy. I can envision I the bottle right now. Oh, as soon as you yeah. said it,
0: I could see the bottle. Yeah. Am I too
1: old for this? No. I'm an Old I Spice just think you're guy. You're out of touch. Okay. You are an Old Spice guy.
0: <laughs> I'm an Old Spice guy. I
1: uh, <laughs> I taught my kids how to shave. My sons are uh, are eight and seven. They said, Dad, I want to shave. Okay, kids. I put the you know the guard on the razor, and I lather them up. Oh yeah, the yeah, We go through the whole thing, and I said, when we're done, we're gonna get some. And I have for just this occasion some Aquavelva.
0: Oh,
1: a real man's aftershave. Yes. Right? And I have it in the cupboard or the the cabinet. I we pull should it out. bring that up. We didn't get the kids yet. And uh, there we are.
0: There it is. <laughs> a picture of Dracar. All right. So yeah. Um, mm. we got to speed things up. So so did the Comcast thing work out? And by the way, are you married now?
1: I'm married now, yeah.
0: You were married when you were here? Yeah, I was married when I was
1: here. And we had our daughter, Avery. What year? Uh, in 2009. So as you're
0: leaving here, and I have another one on the way. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. You decide to leave here. You have a, a, an infant at home. I have, an, I have an infant. Your wife's pregnant. I have a one-year-old
1: at home, and my wife is pregnant with Benjamin, who's about to come in like a month and a half to and two And you're
0: months. saying to your wife, I'm leaving this job And she security. said, what are you doing?
1: And I said, babe, I got this. I got oh this. Oh, my goodness. And this she, is. she sees the confidence in me. And uh, for the sake of time, I move on. I go to Comcast. I work hard. I work so hard. But what do you I, I do, become one calling
0: of calling clients knocking on doors. I'm, I'm 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 Norm Jones. I'm
1: meeting people. I'm talking to them about how they grow their businesses and I'm partnering with them to say, "Hey, um how do we grow the business that you have? Let me get to know you and your business
0: and and what what drives people to your whatever it is?" But I don't get this. Let's say I I I own a taco shop. Yeah. In 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 yeah. Lewisburg. Yeah. You come to me, what yeah. are you doing for me? You're gonna sell my ads on Comcast? How far do people travel to buy your tacos?
1: Do they buy are they that good that the people will drive thirty miles? Yes. Okay. What's the age of that taco? That that are they a, a twenty five to fifty five year old woman? Yeah. Oh, they are? So that's Okay. What? And then I'm saying, you know what, the food network would be a great place to put a commercial for Joe's taco stand.
0: Oh, so this is how it works? So you're, you're going to
1: demographically and geographically target my customer, and they're going to come and buy more tacos. Norm Jones, take my money.
0: Oh, so this is what you're doing? Yeah. And that lasted how long? That lasted three years. And then you're having more kids in those three years? Yeah, we had Mac Henry. How many total now? Three total. No mas. No mas. You're like a reproductive machine. Yeah, well, with this, with this hair. Yeah. So now three kids, wife selling a comcast tacos start my own place whoa stop when did the comcast or can't you say when did you say hey i've got this i've got this client army i don't need comcast anymore i'm going to bust out like a whitehead and the pus is going to ooze wow, all over. I was the,
1: hoping we would avoid you and your affinity for, for facial pox <laughs> and markings. I can't, you know, I've never escaped a conversation with you without talking about a zit popping.
0: Ever. you got a, You got a problem. <laughs> when did the pus pop out and then you start your own? I mean, it, it was. It you're was, a bold, you are Columbus. To take these bold steps, I'm going to leave this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to leave this. You keep leaving the security of the shore... Well, so, you know... For brave new adventures.
1: I, I'm driven by what's right for my family. My, when I left Channel 16, my dad... It was the most unpopular decision I'd ever made among all of my family. He's
0: telling everybody, my son's an no, anchor. No, my
1: mother and my family, and I'm, I'm Norm Jones's brother. I'm Norm Jones' good friend from high school. I'm Norm Jones's, you know cousin from down the street, yeah. once removed. You're a celebrity. Well, my father... Hard working man, teacher, counselor, you know, if I'm half the man he is, I'll have succeeded. I Amazing love it. guy. Okay. Says to me, Norm, growing up, there's one thing that I wish I had more of, and that's time with you guys. Oh. Wow. Don't ever regret doing something that's going to give you more quality time with your family because you get one shot at being a dad.
0: Oh my goodness, you're putting a tear in my eye. And So I, that was a big part of all your decisions. Once
1: I heard that, I knew there would not be any professional, financial, you know, advice or decision that would stop me from doing what I needed to do.
0: I had a one-year-old. Norm, that's (laughs) the best advice any human could give. I am so with the old man there.
1: Yeah. So I do it, and I follow it, and I still do.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: Yeah. And so, you know, I'm... I'm coaching my kids' soccer teams, and you got
0: more free time. I'm, no weird yeah. schedule. Oh no, it's a weird. You
1: know, you work hard. There's times I'm up from ten to midnight putting things together, but it's because I chose to leave at four o'clock to get my kids to all of their practices. Wow, do I
0: love this! Yeah,
1: you know. So you 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 just you do what you got to do to be that dad, right? Well, let
0: me be your older brother thing then here, because you're looking at a guy who has a 22 year old, a yeah. soon to be 21 year old. And a 20 year- old, and guess what? There are zero regrets, because when I was a dad and there were little kids, the, the priority of me with them was number one. Yeah. There are people our age and older who look back and say, "I wish I mm-hmm. had more time. Yeah. I have no regrets. I spent every second with these kids, yeah. did everything. If I can go back, I'd do it all over again. You, my friend, have found the secret. That's what drove your decisions. It's not a secret. I think it's a secret. It's you have a people listening right stand. now who chose money, who yeah. chose fame, yeah. who chose—they chose women. Maybe I don't know what they chose, but they made all the wrong they, choices. They, you got to prioritize family over everything. Yeah, nothing else matters, dude. Yeah, unless unless you have
1: terrible kids, and then you know, stay at work.
0: God, yeah, that's a good point. But are they born bad, or did you make them bad by not being there? No,
1: they're all. Uh, I, I, you know, we're all products of our environment. Yeah, so we I are. don't think you could
0: have terrible no. kids
1: unless you didn't pay attention yes, to them. Yes, you got to nurture them, and and yeah. I have wonderful children. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, you have to say stuff like that.
1: Well, I do, especially with the young one. Something. Boy, is he's, he's tough.
0: Wow. So,
1: yeah. So they, you know, that's that that fueled my decision to do what I did.
0: But then, when do you? When do you? Leave and start the business. Like uh, you, you, how do you do that? I don't even know what you do. So your I, your new career is amorphous. It's gooey. It's 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 impossible to understand. Well, and let grab.
1: Let me let me uh, clarify things That's for good. you. In you a noisy it, world, let Norm Jones Media bring some clarity to to you.
0: Could we do the taco stand thing again?
1: Joe's Taco. So now instead of doing that for Comcast or some other provider. I'm Joe's
0: taco. I knock on your door. You say to be Norm, say,
1: those things you did for me uh, all those years ago with that Food Network commercial. I, I've grown so much that you know I don't have time to focus on my marketing. Or you're a customer who says, I've got 400 employees and I don't have time for internal communications and strategic communications. I don't know how to reach out to my my core customers and talk to them. Can you? Can you? communicate for me? Can you put documents together? Can you...
0: But I come and sit down at your office and I'm selling tacos. You yeah. sit there with me and yeah. you're going to tell me then how to commercialize. Yeah. How uh, to grow your business, how to how to reach out to those. And in the media landscape, which, I mean, look, we're
1: doing a podcast. Podcasting did not exist when you and I worked together here under this roof. No. But look how it evolves and the mediascape changes. And it's, it's a job for a guy like me to be able to understand how it changes how it's evolving, and then communicate that to, our, to my clients who, who say, hey, our, our core audience hasn't changed, but how we get to them has. Right, but I,
0: I get all that. But so when, when I sit down and I'm the taco shop, yeah. what do you do with that? Inf- like, you then contact who? Yeah. Places like WNEP, yeah. Comcast. Yeah. You then contact yeah. them all and say what? Yeah.
1: So I, I say to my, uh, I have a rep here at WNEP, and I call him and I say, oh. Bob. Oh, oh, I see. So you're just like a liaison. I like that.
0: You're a liaison.
1: I, I'm. Uh, yeah, that's what the agent, uh, the media agency, does. So I'll contact uh, the WNEPs and and uh, the radio stations and the newspapers uh. and uh, you know uh, digital ad uh, vendors. And I'll say, look, my client has X dollars, and these are the best ways to spend them and invest them. And so I need a little bit of this with you over here. You know, I'd like to buy. Boy, that Jackie Lewandowski's a nice gal. I'd like to buy some advertising on <laughs> Home and Backyard on Saturday mornings, which I understand has a new
0: time. Yeah, <laughs> nine <laughs> nine ten. I, don't I know heard they're moving to ten. But you sleazy son of a gun! And then you take a little bit of their money for yourself for helping them.
1: Well, so the nice thing about that is, as a media agency, if you're if you're a good negotiator, if I have ten clients, I'm buying a whole lot of media, so I can get you a discount on the oh. on the media that you buy that will more than make up for my commission my 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 minuscule commission that I'm going to make off of what I do because I'm not in it for the money up front for each customer I'm in it for growing my business as a whole with all of my
0: clients yeah you have to say stuff like that no no no, no but, but I truly can, mean that no, if, no, if, I'm if just you if you yeah you're not but a
1: dirtbag if you do good by others they'll do good for you good it's a, point, It's yes. a give, yeah. So greed, I was greedy for a bit when I was at Comcast. I wanted it you all. You were greedy. Oh, yeah, I wanted, well, I came from here, and I doubled my salary in the
0: sales Whoa! World. I made a ton of money. You did? Yeah. I remember it, I saw you that one time. What did you have, like a, yeah, you I had like a, a tricked-out Audi or something. I, I bought
1: like, a BMW SUV, and I thought like, it was the, 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 the cat's pajamas. I'll be honest the,
0: with you, I looked at you then, and I thought, I don't like this guy anymore. Yeah, and
1: we had that conversation. We did? You were blunt about it. <laughs> He said, "You know, look, you had a Volkswagen, a TDI Volkswagen when you were here. 6 months later, you're driving an X5. I don't like you."
0: Yeah, but you were acting different, too. You yeah, had I'd, You I, had a certain swagger. Yeah. I did. I spent The clothes were now from like Yeah. Talbots or something. No, I don't know. Talbots. I've never
1: stepped foot in Talbots.
0: Well, you know what I mean. I it was, was something off a, a
1: Macy's guy, but I did I did. I had a pair of $200 shoes.
0: I think they were Bruno Mollies, the kind no, of O.J. war. No, no,
1: no, no. they, no, they were uh, – Scott Schaefer turned me on to the shoe brand.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So then the kids are a little older. Your company's doing good. Yeah. Things are going great. Things are No going regrets. Right. Um, if you knew what you're making now, and I don't know what financially, and you can work only eight hours a day, would you still like to be an anchor? Yeah. Yeah, Whoa. I enjoyed
1: that story. The honesty. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, I, you know what? It was something I was good at. Yeah. And it was something I could relate to. And I wanted to be able to deliver um, a joyful story with, with joy and, and and a terrible one with, with grace and with dignity. Because in the news business, not everything is, is sunshine and, and kittens and rainbows. You know, it's yeah. it can be tough. And so I think that's one of the things that I like to swallow as a reporter or an anchor was that I... You know, there are bad things in the world happening, but let's deliver that news in the most professional and, and um, dignified way. And I think that's one of the things that I, that I miss. But God, I want you back. Well, that's kind of you to say. I'm I, serious. Today's Friday. Yesterday, I'm at soccer practice. My soccer practice ran from six to seven. On my way to soccer practice, I thought about our time here today. And I thought, you know what? If I was still there. I wouldn't be heading to soccer practice right now. Oh, I wouldn't be coaching whoa, my kids. Did you hear that? Everyone? I wouldn't have developed that? this. The relationship I have with my children is very similar to yours. I know how close you are with your, your kids. And um, and I have that with mine.
0: Can't beat that, brother. I'd never trade it. No, I love it. So I'm glad everything's turned out for you. You're you're doing good. I did overhear you say this to someone because you haven't seen me in a while, and this bothers me. Yeah. And little, I heard you say, boy, that's Snedeker aged. A little rough. Yeah. No, you look great. That bothers you still have me. that chiseled chin. Yeah. Yeah. No, but Tom Williams, we saw in the hallway, looks great. Looks great? Yeah. Yeah, you don't see all the prep that goes into that. No. I'm no prep. No, can... I'm no prep. You got, I mean, I dye my hair gray so I can look a little more distinguished. Digni- Otherwise, uh, yeah. it's as brown yeah. as yours. No. Yeah. Wow. I appreciate your honesty. See the crow's feet around the eyes? I, don't. I actually put them in with like little uh, scalpels. You're lying. Yeah, I want to look mo- more dignified, older. I think one of the things that I enjoy most about you
1: and and our time in that nine years or so we worked together would be that someone there goes Mindy. There's Mindy in the hallway. She's leaving. She gave you. A th- she just threw oh, you a kiss. a kiss. Yeah. Yeah, that was nice. It That's was a almost fake kiss. time for our
0: goodbye too. What were you gonna say? You, um,
1: someone would laugh as a you know a polite laugh. Um, you know something that really wasn't that funny, and and you'd yell, fake laugh. <laughs> From the other end of the building, and I use that. I carry that.
0: I carry that today. I am so proud that you fake carry laugh. that on. Yeah, I say that all day, every day. Yeah, of course you do. Like conversational fake laugh. You got to call people out, right? I like. I like accountability. Well, uh, when you were just talking before, uh, I was tickling my hand. Did you ever tickle yourself because it just feels good? Like goochi goochi goo No, like kind I of like tickle, it's just or? a soothing tickle. Yeah, so I like to. I like to do that. Well, I was just going to say, could we end this with you giving me a little hand tickle? Yeah, I, I, it's a little awkward. He's doing it, folks. He's tickling yeah, my I, hand. I don't know that I like doing this. <laughs> <laughs> could that be our goodbye? Should you want to give a plug for your business? Sure. Thanks. Here's your chance. I yeah. mean, if there's anyone out there who has gobs of money and wants to make a rich man even richer, <laughs> what are you going to do? Whoa. <laughs>
1: you'd head to normjonesmedia.com and check us out on facebook yeah no, uh, yeah i i love working with my clients and i'm 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 incredibly fortunate to to work with the people that i do so i to them it's a partnership and and to me it is as well and and uh, yeah it's all I- I don't, want a, I don't want a shameless plug, but I appreciate the opportunity. If you'd
0: like to know more about me, yeah, you can check me out on Facebook. I love it. And I hope people got to know you with this podcast because uh, you're a great man. You don't have to know you to appreciate you and your philosophy and your way and angles on life and things. This is the way to live, man. Thank you, Joseph. It's been a pleasure. And I'm going to say as I end, as I often do, but not always, I love you, man.
1: Hey, hugs and kisses. Why do right you say love you love me
0: back? I need to hear it. It's the tickling on the hand. <laughs> I'll see you later. <laughs> Curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything. Mr. Curiosity.